headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Merry Christmas, folks. We're so glad you're with us. Thanks for hanging out. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. She is the author of our brand new Ramsey Quick Read, Money's Not a Math Problem, The Real Reason You're Broke and What to Do About It. And a whole 57 pages, you can jump through it at a one setting, and it's a great, these little quick reads we put out, I've got several of them on uh, entree leadership to sub- subjects, and uh, I got one coming out on real estate, we got a couple of others running around, Dr. John Deloney did one on anxiety that did real well, yeah. and so we got a lot of these little, if you want to do quick little, it's about basically a chapter, a good solid chapter of 76 a 76 pages, Dave, come it, on now. It, it's how much? 76 oh, pages. Oh, 76. I called it 57. You got to give you me up. my page numbers now, Dave. Brought you up short. <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't bring her up short. There's a lot of quality there in those other 20 pages I left out. Don't do not do that. So anyway, you can check all that out at RamseySolutions.com. This year, uh, this will be uh, the next couple of days will be our last uh, live broadcast of this calendar year. Uh, we, we don't work between Christmas and New Year's, so you guys get best ofs. Uh, that's how that works. And so this year we will have done, uh, 242 live shows. Wow. Uh, we will have taken over 3,200 callers this year and 184 debt-free screams Ooh. totaling $36 million Whoa. of debt-free yells on the air. Not bad. Pretty cool stuff. And, uh, yesterday we discovered that the Ramsey show is the number one podcast in the entire world on apple uh all of apple not just one of the little nuanced corners the whole thing uh so however many three million podcasts there are or something like that you guys have spread the word you guys have let your friends and neighbors know and you've subscribed and shared and done all the appropriate five-star reviews and you got it for us thank you thank you for getting us to number one we appreciate you very very much we appreciate how many of you that are out there and that we're here to serve the phone number here is 888-825-5225 sarah is with us in minneapolis hi sarah welcome to the ramsey show hi dave thank you for taking my call sure what's up um i am wondering my husband's employer he has a job He's a contract employee who works seasonally, um, and assuming that his job gets renewed for contract every year, his employer has to pay for his housing for um, April through September. And then we also own a home, but in a different state when he's not working his contract job. And so we're wondering at this point, we owe about $100,000 on our home, and it's worth about $250,000 if we were to sell it. And we're wondering if we should sell our home and rent from October through uh, like February when he's not in employee housing and hope his contract keeps getting renewed or if we should continue to hang on to this home and just, you know, pay the mortgage. So every year there's this three or four month gap. Yes. Yeah. The Uh. off season, if you will. What does he do? He plays baseball. Oh, okay. That makes sense. All right. Ding, ding. All right. Um, how long, uh, contract being renewed just basically he's got to make the team again is what it amounts to, right? Yeah, they have to, you know, he has to be re-signed, which hopefully he will be re-signed, but, but if he doesn't, baseball, he can be let go at any time. And then would thing. he pick up another team in another location? Hopefully, yeah. Okay. Mm. How long has he been playing? This will be the sixth 
year with the org that we're in. So is it AAA? Yes. Mm. Yes, sir. So um, is the trajectory, can, can, do you have objectivity on his career or are you emotionally involved and don't know what's really going on? I mean, is it, um, where's I, he, where's he headed? Is he going to make it to the big show? Well, everybody hopes they're going well, to make I it know. to the big That's show. That's why I um, ask if you had objectivity. It's six <laughs> years. Yeah. Uh, is, is, is their trajectory heading that up, way or is he just kind of hanging out in the, in the triple A? Uh, it's, let's see, this last year ended his last or his first season in triple A. So we've been moving up. I mean, everybody hopes they make it to the bigs, but he's not like a top prospect if that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, he's had one year in triple A. The rest of them are in double. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Gosh, I don't. Um, I, but basically, the answer to your question is: What do you think the probability is that you're going to need this house? And um, you, you don't know the answer to that question, and neither do I. Listening to you, I can't make a, an intelligent guess, as because it just depends on how seasons go and how well he plays and whether or not he continues an upward trajectory with his career. That's what it amounts to. Otherwise, he's out of baseball in two years, right? What? Well, then you're looking at the house and you're thinking, okay, well, if you do, if let's say you did sell the house, let's pretend like that you decided to do what you're saying and you rent, you sell this house. What's the down? Let's and let's say this ends up being his last year. Mm-hmm. What's what's the downside of selling this house, letting the money sit in a high yield or wherever you put it um, for yeah, a year and got, a half? But you got to rent while the, and in, then they're in renting the off season, in the off season. And what would be the difference between what you'd pay in rent and what you're paying in your mortgage? Um, our mortgage is about 750 a month and rent in the area would probably be a little closer to 1100 yeah, yeah. for the months that we rent, mm-hmm. but then we'd only have to pay rent for, you know, less than half the year. So year over year, it would be less. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what That's happens? Do you, you guys have had to tad the conversation. What do you do after baseball? What's he going to do after baseball? Um, well, I currently have a job that I'll continue working, and he, um, in the off-season, works in in town as a coach for a gym, um, and he could pick that up full-time when he's done. <laughs> and that's in the town where the house is? Yes, sir. I'd keep the house. I'd keep the house, because there's a probability, there's a high probability, at some time in the next three or four years, you're going to end up back there, just based on normal professional careers. That's a good point. Okay. Um, I hope he is in a smaller probability that he makes it to the bigs and everything goes big and you guys are cashing serious checks and you sell the house because you got you a, a place that's 80 times bigger and all that. I hope that happens. Uh, but the, the vast majority of sports professionals are done, you know, and, uh, you know, at 30 years old. And so, um, and you're here, you're approaching that. So, um, yeah, if it, unless he's in the bigs, he, he's done in three or four years on average. Now he might not be, he might play on out five or six years, but that would not be the normal statistical pattern of the, of the pro athletes that we've worked with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think this through in a cold and calculated way. Not, not really reflecting on your husband's talent. Cause I have no idea how talented he is. I'm just listening to the story. I'm keeping the house because I think you guys, you need it four months a year and you might need it 12 months a year uh, when baseball ends for him. 
and so uh, and you start your new life, and you're going to start it in that town, and you need, yeah, I'm going to keep it. We'll keep it in this case, and it's not super super expensive either. It's a reasonable, yeah. modest home. It was an interesting discussion, Sarah. I sure hope he does great. Me too. Be cool to have you call me back someday and go, hey, you made the bigs. Now what do we do with all this money? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. This is the Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Today's question is brought to you by Neighborly. Your hub for home services. Here at Ramsey, we believe in making home ownership a blessing, not a burden. So we recommend Neighborly's nationwide network of service professionals to help repair, maintain, and improve your home. Find the help you need at neighborly.com slash Ramsey today. Today's question comes from Nate in Ohio. I'm learning about investing, and I want your input on something. I hear how your guy, number one, can start at 20 I hear how guy number one, there you go, can start at 20 years old and invest $100 a month compared to guy number two, who starts at 30 and invests $200 a month. Guy number two will never catch up because of the compounding interest. If I have debt, but also want to invest, can't I do both in benefit from the compounding interest? I have over $100,000 in debt from college, and I do not believe I can pay that off by the time I'm 30 but I don't want to wait until I'm 30 to start investing. What do you think? Um, I love this question. And I, uh, you know, I wish I knew what his income was because I would tell him, listen, the average person is getting out of debt in two years. And let me just add to that. Cause this is just personal. This is me talking. Even if it took you longer, my husband and I, when we paid off our debt, it took us seven and a half years to pay off the debt. Then we turned around and saved up our expenses. Then we turned around and bought a house. We were in our mid-30s before we started investing, and I'm telling you, we're going to be okay, and you're going to be okay, too. So that's you're just put that on. You're not only going to be okay, you're going to be a millionaire. Listen, come on, Dave. All right. Well, I mean, Let's put that on the shelf. No, it really is. It is. I mean, it's the math. So yeah. um, he, here's the thing. Um, What you are talking about in your life, Jade, what you and Sam did was you freed up your most powerful wealth-building tool, which is your income. Mm -hmm. And compound interest is very important, and getting started early is the reason we put those charts out, is to motivate you to get yourself out of debt so you can get started early. Right. But what you lost in compounding interest during the seven and a half years of you getting out of debt, you will more than make up doing that Mm -hmm. because you're putting a whole lot more into investments instead of 
freaking $465,000 of personal debt. That's exactly right. And that's what people forget about. They're they're investing up to the match or they're doing 5 or 10%. But the way we teach, you're doing 15% and beyond once you get past baby step six. Not to mention, I think this is important to talk about too, Dave, when people kind of rearrange the steps, right? They're like, oh, I don't want to save yet. I don't want to pay off debt. I want to make sure I'm getting that investing in. We find that when you don't do this thing right, when you keep that debt around, right, debt equals risk. So there's now more risk in your life. There's more that can go wrong. And if you don't take the time to build up that three to six months of savings, when you have an emergency, because you will, you will have to look to your investments, your 401k and all of that to cover your emergencies. And we're seeing that actually right now more and more, more and more people are borrowing from their 401ks for hardship and they're pulling out. $5,000. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, if you had just followed the baby steps, you wouldn't have to pull out $5,000. You'd have it in baby step three. Exactly. And and here's the thing. If the theory that you're espousing, sir, worked, we would find that in the data as we talk to millionaires. We would find millionaires who are still paying off their debts, but have become millionaires Mm -hmm with the power of compound interest by starting before they paid off their debts. And we don't find that. And we don't find that. We find that the typical millionaire got their, got clear of the debt and dumped money into investments. Pretty simple. It's a very simple primitive equation, but there's something that happens here. It's the, um, it's the loss of focus when you're trying to do two things at once Mm -hmm. and you end up sucking at both of them. That's what it amounts to. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to trying to do two different things at the same time, invest and get out of debt. And you're really not good at either one. And so the end result is not uh, the same probability of becoming a millionaire, the same probability of having a substantial net worth. Mm-hmm. So the, there's a, when you have gotten clear of permanently and never go back to debt, it's a big boost for your wealth building. Yes. It's the reason that we've taught it this way for 30 years. And then the reason has has been borne out in the actual data mm-hmm. as we've studied the millionaires. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if um, in other words, at the end of a 20 year story, seven and a half of which you were getting out of debt. Yes. Twelve and a half of which you will be building an emergency fund, paying, buying a house, paying it off. That's right. And meanwhile, dumping 15% of your income into retirement. At the end of that 20-year story, you will have more money. Yes. Than you would have had had you steadily invested a small amount mm-hmm. while you stayed in debt for 17 years instead of seven. That's right. Not to mention, there's another piece to this, Dave, that, I mean, there's so many pieces to this. When you make the choice to pay off your debt and say, I'm not going into debt anymore, let's pretend you didn't do that, right? And you you did this guy's way. You have not said no to debt. So you're continuing to take on debt in different ways that have the ability to adversely affect your net worth and offset what you might be putting away in retirement. Does that make sense? Because you're still taking out vehicles. You're you're still utilizing debt in a way that's um, negatively affecting you. Exactly. Ah, And here's the thing. Here's the problem. I just hit me. Here's the core issue in this email. I have over $100,000 in debt from college, and I do not believe I can pay that off. Boom. There it is. So the reason you're wanting to do this is you don't have hope. Yeah. It's a lack of hope. Yeah. It's not that you really think the numbers are better. It's that you don't think you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the thing. It's a hope thing here, honey. It's not a math thing. 
So that you need to. Yeah, it took me a second. It's down. It was down there in that fifth <laughs> sentence. Yeah, there was that 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 hopelessness. Is there? It is. The power of hope is something else. When you believe, you can run through a freaking brick wall, man. Heck yeah. There's no, you're the Hulk. There's mm-hmm. nothing stopping you when you believe. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, That's it's good, powerful. Dave. It's good. Good stuff. All right, Patrick is with us in San Diego. Hey, Patrick, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, real quick, um, 73 years old. Um, we have a home that we bought in 97. We're in Encinitas, uh, real close to the beach. Uh, paid two, 274. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's been evaluated uh, at um, 1.9. Wow. Uh, I would have guessed more. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a townhouse. Good for uh, you. you. Know, and, uh, Good for okay. you. So, so anyway, it's free and clear. You know, we pay, you know, we've been listening to you for years. Uh, I've been self was self-employed clinical psychologist, uh, retired. My wife, special education teacher, mm-hmm. um, retired. Uh, so what's your really question? Have, we have, we have no debt. We want to, uh, we're thinking about selling this house, uh, because, uh, the neighborhood has gotten, uh, you know, it's crazy at the beach. Uh, mm-hmm. we want to know if we, and we want to downsize, mm-hmm. um, should we buy an overpriced house in California? We're staying here cause our grandkids and our children are all in California. Um, that's unfortunate for us cause we'd move someplace else. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, should we, we're kicking around, should we buy or rent? You should buy because it stabilizes the last 20, 25 years of your life. I don't care where you yeah. buy, but you ought to buy. One thing you can consider, um, you could buy a whole lot of Southwest air tickets. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. For the, di- for the difference in what you're going to pay for a house versus if you bought one in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I, I, I go surfing every morning, so, you know, it's... Well, you're not, you're moving off the beach, you told me. Yeah, well, I'm going to move, you know, inland with it. Mm-hmm. But you're, oh, so you're going to drive over and surf every morning? You got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's fun. Good for you. Good for you. Well done. Yeah, I would buy, though. The answer to your question is I would buy. So what's he going to get that's a town, that's smaller than his townhome, that's less than $1.9 million the, on the beach? He's getting off the beach. He's getting off the beach gonna move inland if you move inland the price goes down so this is only shot to move down um i don't know what the rest of your nest egg looks like patrick but if it's solid i probably wouldn't sell i'll probably just sit right there given given what you told me um there's too many things that you like about this and only one thing you don't like about it this is the ramsey show Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Isaac is in Atlanta. Hi, Isaac. How are you? Good afternoon, Dave. How are you doing today, sir? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, new listener. Just started listening about Monday of this week. Um, and I've known my financial situation was kind of in a mess for a while. Um, got about $40,000 in debt, um, 23 of which is a new car I just bought last Saturday because I needed a vehicle to get back and forth to work. Mm. Um, trying to get in a situation to provide for my wife and two kids and we're expecting a third in May. 
Well, congratulations. Um, Thank you, sir. We're, so you're 27. Buy a house. You're 27. I will, I will be 27 January 1st. Almost cool. like almost like I've done this before. Okay. What's the other debt? You said you had 40,000. Um, it's credit cards and personal loans. Okay. What do you do for a living, sir? Um, I work two jobs, seven days a week. I work five uh, five days a week at a heavy equipment dealership um, in the parts department, and then I work weekends for Advanced Auto Parts. Okay. All right. And your wife's home with the kids? Yes. One of them's in school. The other one, they're ages two and five. So, so what's your household income? Uh, about 50. Okay. All right. How can we best help you, sir? Um, I really just am trying to get some pointers on how to get this all down. Um, get the get the credit cards to zero. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and get to a point where I can buy a house and get out of my in laws' house. Oh, okay. That's a good plan. I what, like that one. What's your wife's car worth? Um, her car maybe about three or four thousand dollars. Okay. Okay, well, you know, you're new to the show, so I'm sure you've heard us talk a little about the baby steps, and I don't know if you've gone back and binge-watched some shows, but the first thing you need is just to get $1,000 set aside before we start tackling this debt. Do you have any money saved? No. Okay, so thing one is you're you're selling whatever you can get your hands on. You're looking at your wife and saying, listen, I know you're at home with the kids. Is there any work that you can pick up that's from home? And you guys are getting resourceful in order to get this thousand dollars saved now just something to light a fire under you most people can get it in under 30 days so let that be your goal a thousand dollars saved that's first thing now after you've got that now we're working on this debt so what i want you to do is list them out from smallest to largest so you said you had the credit cards you had the personal loan um each one of those cards list them individually same thing with the personal loan what's your smallest debt uh, probably one of the credit cards. It's like two or three hundred dollars. Cool. I love that because once you get that thousand dollars saved, you're going to be able to knock that out very quickly in one month, right? And then you're going to take all that money that you would have put on payments to the next smallest debt, right? So while we're doing this, we make the minimum payment on everything, but whatever money you have left, that's what you put on that smallest debt. Okay. So that's why it's really important. Fifty thousand dollars. You know, that's a great income, but when you have forty thousand dollars of debt. It's tough, right? It's, it's, it's very, very tight. So you've got to find ways to get the income up. Have you and your wife thought about any ways that she can contribute in that area? Uh, we have. Um, we've looked into it, just haven't found anything that fits just yet. Yeah, take in another kid. Well, she's not even in her own house. It'd be tough to do that. But mm-hmm. All right. So um, what we've discovered, Isaac, is the the more radically you change what you've been doing, the faster you're going to see positive results moving away from where you are. Does that make sense? It does. So I'm, you're, you're a brand new listener, and I don't know if you can swallow this that I'm going to throw at you, but I'm going to throw it all at you anyway because it's what I would want somebody to do if the roles were reversed. I'd want somebody to, tell me that, to love me enough to tell me the truth, okay? Absolutely. So the truth is that car you purchased is a serious dumb-butt decision. I realized that. It's ridiculous. And when you say, I needed a car to get back and forth to work, yeah, you needed a car to get back and forth to work. You needed a bicycle or a $3,000 car to get Not back and forth car. to work. You didn't need a $23,000 car when you live at your mother-in-law's. Oh, my God. You shot yourself in the foot. So 
I'm going to go back. It was a week ago. I'm going over to the dealership and say, guys, can I give you a thousand dollars to let me out of that deal? And let me just undo it. Just see if they'll tear the paperwork up and take the car back. Okay. <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to do was, it. It was painful. I could, I could hear I it. told you this was going to be hard because, dude, bad, bad. It, it's three quarters of your problem right now. Yeah. What's the payment on it? Mathematically. Uh, payment is 637 Look, Come on, God. man. God almighty. Look, that's your. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would I, listen. It's worth a thousand dollars to get oh you to get to undo one of the dumbest things you've ever done in your life. Okay, and that's the bad news. The good news is you got the rest of your life to never do something that dumb again. That's awesome. So I've done a lot dumber things than what I'm calling this. That's why I'm willing to call it dumb. I didn't say you're dumb. I said what you did was dumb, and it was seriously dumb. Yeah. So it, it's going to set you back. It's going to keep you. It's going to add a year and a half to two years to you getting out of your mother-in-law's house it ain't worth it you need a three thousand dollar car to limp over to work and the guys in the parts department make fun of you and besides that you probably know how to turn a wrench so you can keep a car running you just got car fever and fell off the wagon into the dead gum poop Mm. and you just you got it all over you man so that's first thing i would do second thing i would do is what jade said let's do anything we can do to get our income up third thing i'm going to do is we're going to put scorched earth on the uh on the old family here you mm-hmm. guys are not a bunch of spending nuts once we get past the car but you guys are not doing a bunch of stupid things you don't have enough money to do a bunch of stupid things so i know you're not but even with that i don't want you eating out mm-hmm. i don't want you going on vacation and i want you spending money on anything except getting these debts cleaned up because isaac if you had zero debt do you know how fast you could save money i do wow makes sense wow that's what I want for you, man. That's what I want for you. And hey, I went bankrupt when I was 28 with a brand new baby and a toddler because I was stupid on steroids. Millions of dollars of debt, not 23,000 on a bad car. So I got your stupid beat. I got, I, I was way more stupid than you. Okay. Or did way more stupid things than you did. Either way you want to look at it. So I'm not picking on you. I love you. And I want you to win. Prove it. We're going to put you into financial peace university which is our nine-week class, and we're going to give you the Every Dollar app with the upgrade so you guys can get on a hardcore budget. You and your wife start watching those videos tonight. And and before Christmas, get back over to that dealer because you're still inside of a week, and that dealer may work with you. They might have mercy on you. And you give them some amount of money to, to compensate them for the trouble of tearing up the paperwork and taking that stupid car back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, and the 14 miles you put on it or whatever it's been in a week. So I, that's what I, I – man, because then you just do what Jade said and you tear through this stuff. We're going to give you all that. We're going to give you all that up. as a gift for the for you, the new baby. I want you out of your mother-in-law's house. I want you renting something, saving up money, getting out of debt, having a life, and then work on your career and get your income up too. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in the parts department when you're 38. It's, it's okay true. when you're 27. But 11 years from today, who's Isaac going to be and how's he going to get there? So start aiming at something. Let's kick this up in gear. Because uh, part of the problem, and it's a, not the whole problem, but it's part of the problem is you don't, just don't make any money. You don't make enough money. And you can go make some more. You're, it's not. I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying, 
Dude, if you made $70,000 a year, $80,000 a year, it changed this equation real fast. You didn't have this $23,000 car, it changes this equation real fast. And I'm about changing the equation fast so you win. Look, I'm wondering if mom and dad can help out because if they're living at mom and dad's house, then can mom and dad watch the two-year-old while mama goes to work? There you go. It's happened before. Stranger things have happened. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> mama may be at work, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's I, some kind of help going on there. I can guarantee I'm, you. I'm talking about doing some radical butt stuff for a short period of time so I never have to again. Live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. That's the plan, man. Hang on. Austin's going to pick up. We're going to gift you with everything. Merry Christmas and call back anytime you need abuse. We're here for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you for being with us. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. She is the author of the brand new quick read, Money's Not a Math Problem. We've got that book in the uh, Ramsey store. We've also got Rachel Cruz's new book, uh, I'm Glad for What I Have, a children's book about contentment. And it is, uh, if I do say so myself, fabulous. Uh, Laura Galeglios, I can't pronounce her Laura's name. How do you yeah. say it? Is that uh, name? I think that's right. Anyway, she did the. Uh, she did the. Uh, uh, I've met her a couple times. She's a wonderful lady. Did the uh, illustrations, mm-hmm. and this thing, number. It's a huge. It's a bestseller. Children's bestseller. Listen, I'm not Big surprised. Deal. We sold out. We had to get some more in. So they're just coming in. If you want some, we can st- we can ship them now. Uh, check the bookstore. George's new book, uh, Breaking Free from Broke: The Ultimate Guide to more money and less stress george we had to develop a whole new font for his sarcasm <laughs> we have a sarcasm font that we have now uh, now no i'm kidding but not much the guy is a snark king and this you will la- it's a laugh out loud <laughs> ripping on the financial ripoffs uh george is like the ultimate consumer advocate uh and funny fun so and funny. you will learn a lot this book is incredible it comes out in january and you can pre-order it right now for twenty dollars and guess what you get about a hundred dollars worth of stuff when you do the pre-order on it thank you for doing that folks all of that stuff and a bunch of other things are on sale right this second at the Ramsey store. Obviously, we can't get it to you by Christmas. Sorry about that. But, um, hey, it's going to be there, and we'll get it to you. And just in time to start the new year, you can do that. Whoop, whoop. That way we can do it. All right, Cliff is with us in Raleigh. Hi, Cliff. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you, and it's truly an honor to be on the air with you guys. You, you guys are amazing. Well, thank you. How can we help? Okay, so I'll try to be brief here. Um, I have been saving. I have two kids that are 19 and 23. My son is a rising sophomore at college, and my daughter is in graduate school. She has one more semester to go. And thanks to you and some other good advice, I've been saving in a 529 plan since since they were babies. Mm-hmm. So I had plenty of money to pay for most of the tuition, um, especially for uh, my daughter because she got scholarships as well. But anyway, but now there's uh, two years left of my co- of my son being in college and one more semester of my daughter in graduate school. And with my ex, I had it set up so that I paid half, like one full year was mine, the other full year was hers. But now she's saying that she doesn't have the money or she's telling my son that, and so she's trying to force me to use all of my 529 which is totally in my name. And in addition to that, my son, who has worked for the past four summers, he saved about $10,000. She's 
she was trying to force him to use to drain his entire savings to pay for this last semester. So I feel kind of bad. Now we know she, why she she's makes, the ex. <laughs> it, it, very, very difficult. Most people you can talk to, but she didn't. It never was a conversation. It was always one way. So she's but broke. She makes over. Well, she makes over hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, she I've can still never be made broke. That much. That's true. Okay, so we got two issues. One, we've got an obstinate okay. ex who's out of control, but that's not the real <laughs> issue. You can't control the out of control obstinate ex. That's mm-hmm. why she's the ex. So, what are we gonna? What are you gonna do? Well, I I didn't tell her this, but I actually paid for my son's last last semester fall uh, semester. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I told I told her that she, that he used all his money so that she can't keep coming back to me to keep paying you know so because if i'd have told her that then she would say oh, well your dad can pay for this semester coming up you see what i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right so so, so um we got to manipulate her because she's a manipulator <laughs> but uh but aside from that how much is in the 529 total there's about twenty eight thousand between both 529 plans not enough and to finish about- the school for the all all three all three correct it's not enough Correct. okay and then when right. it's out if she doesn't pay how are we getting out that's my thing i don't want them to be in debt she she can she can make get loans i don't want them to be in debt are either is anybody once again you're trying to control her but i keep reminding you she's the ex <laughs> we can't control her we can only control what you do so if you right. think if you think telling her that she better be, meet her obligation by the court that she's supposed to pay because it's an, a part of the divorce decree, right? No, no, they're both eighteen. There's no agreement. This is just this is just you guys being adults. So exactly, let's well, work some, this some out. Some of us are adults. How how much more are they going <laughs> to need to finish? Well, it'll be about forty thousand. Okay, so we're roughly. twelve grand off. What do you make? Uh, right now, I make about seventy. Which I in the past few years, I've I've made about half that. So I'm just now starting to make a little bit of money. And your son and your years. son has how much? Well, he had ten thousand dollars saved, which he still has it, but I'm hiding it. I okay, but that's get all that. Money. I'm trying to figure out what the reality is, not the <laughs> manipulation of the ex. You're spending a okay. lot of energy worrying about her. I'm trying to get you to quit doing that. <laughs> yeah, because if you, you got, stop, ten, you got, got he's, he's got ten. She, you got twenty eight. Right. That's thirty eight. You, you need, need two forty. Grand. You're she, you're done. Right. You're done. It's not even a problem. <laughs> you're done. Because here's the thing. You pretty much know, I know, and I've only been talking to you for about 80 seconds, that she's not going to pay. She's not so going to do it. To, so I just need to get my son to drain his savings. Is she going to do it? I don't I don't know what she's going to do. I really okay. don't. And, and, I don't talk to and her, hold so. on a sec, because you're saying it's not bad if you're, you're like, my son's going to drain his savings. He's paying for his education. And that's good if he's contributing right. a little bit. It's it not, shouldn't have to drain it if his mother wasn't a twerp. But yeah, that's the deal. That's besides the point at this point. Like you, like you said, they can't control her. Um, right. And I don't. Th- I, I, I truly I, don't. I would make a run at manipulating her and just saying it's your turn. But I mean, I'd make a run at it. But you need to be prepared <laughs> to start writing checks because I don't think this chick's coming through. I, I did send her a certified letter about a month ago before I called you guys and laid out kind of basically what I'm telling you guys with the one page very business-like here's what i've paid your half is there you know and i said that my son is basically broke now based on her plan so that's that's 
all I've done. So is she going to pay then? <laughs> I don't. I really don't know. I don't either. I hope so. I, I don't. I, really I, don't, I don't have much hope. <laughs> I think she has. Di- I think she has displayed her colors, and they are very clear. Yeah. But um. But you know. So what I would do is make a run at yeah. getting her to pay, but be mathematically and emotionally prepared to start writing the checks out of the twenty-eight and out of the ten. Okay, that's helpful. That's painful, but that is helpful. Well, yeah. something you listen. Here's something. The you other could option also do. is your kid goes in debt because his wife, because his mother's an idiot. Basically, and no, and that's not okay. Made, yeah, not when he's got ten and you got twenty-eight and you need forty to finish. You can do right. it. He can do it. Y'all can pull yeah. this off. It's not okay. So and we're not going to leave the third. The, the option of him going in debt because his mother goofed up is not on the plan. So he doesn't have to drain his savings. No, he uses his savings. Like Jade said, it's called an investment in your education. That, You're paying yeah, for college. Be fine. Well, that's okay. I paid for part of my college. Most of it, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. I think almost all of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. It's like, yeah. Listen, and I worked all the time. You start paying for college, you'll be more engaged than you've ever been because <laughs> you know where your too. money's going. Yeah, there's that too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, Cliff, I think, you know, you're looking for justice, and I don't blame you for that, but I don't think justice is going to occur here. Justice is she stands up and goes, oh, I am his mom. I should keep my word. I should pay my half. I'm going to be a grown-up, an adult, and take care of my part of the bargain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have integrity. But nothing you described about this woman indicates she's actually going to do that. Um, if you have any hope of that, you have more hope than I do. Because mm. everything you described about her describes someone that's not going to follow through on this. So she might. But I, And again, I'd give it a shot at yeah, you can give jacking a shot. her up and getting her to do it. I don't care if she's mad. I mean, let's get her going. The let's thing get her is, going. Like, that woman, I can tell. That woman is drives him crazy, <laughs> and when she gets him wound up, he'll just—he's just spinning his wheels trying to figure out. Well, why won't she do this? Why? Yeah, yeah. I, Wait, yeah I, that she, she she's the ex for a reason. Yeah, X X. X I'm X, like, X, X. stay stay X, far away. X X <laughs> X X X. You know, there's a reason. Just just oh, get man. distance, distance. If we could put yeah. up with a crazy, we'd still be married. Right, Hello, right. This is the Ramsey Show. <laughs>